Good afternoon, and thank you for joining us for today's Behind the Business podcast presented by Manulife. My name is Ian McLean, President and CEO of the Greater Kitchener-Waterloo Chamber of Commerce, and I'm pleased to be joined by Teresa from Hides in Hand and Lord uh, Levi Van Herk from BDC here with us today as we uh, joined as our special guest for Small Business Week feature brought to you by BDC. So thanks very much for joining us, Levi and Teresa. I appreciate you being with us today. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Thanks for having us here. Before we do get started, I want to take a moment to acknowledge that we do live and work in the traditional territory of the neutral Anishinaabe and Haudenosaunee peoples as we seek a renewed relationship based on a foundation of mutual understanding and respect. As listeners in today's episode, we're hoping everyone comes together as one. We believe in that everyone is free to be their true self and receive the same respect and opportunity regardless of age, ethnicity, gender, culture, identity, sexual orientation, beliefs, or language. We hope you'll all join us in fostering a positive environment here today as a, as a safe and welcoming space for all. We know there's more that we can do, and we're committed to listening and learning and growing as we go. Today's session, like all Chamber things, wouldn't be possible without the continued support of our sponsors. So a special thank you today to our title sponsor for the Business Success Series, Manulife our platinum sponsor for the series, the Immigration Partnership of Waterloo Region, and, a, and our special Small Business Week feature sponsor, BDC. These organizations are committed to supporting our local economy and providing businesses with the resources and tools they need to thrive. So let's get started. Um, tell us about your business. I mean, that's, that's, that's what we're here to celebrate as small business. Tell us about your business. Okay, how much time do we got? <laughs> Um, it's year 27 uh, for Hides in Hand. Uh, we started, um, our business is based on handmade uh, leather goods, wares. Um, we work with hides that are collected from our hunters, uh, moose hide, deer skin, buffalo, some elk. The hides are tanned uh, locally as well. And everything is designed, cut and sewn and made in my shop in Rockford, Ontario. So we are... Um, we're, we're mistresses. We all build and make everything in-house. So it's all uh, made with leather and we're making uh, mitts and gloves, uh, slippers, moccasins, some accessories, bags, uh, stuff like that. So I'm the creator and um, designer behind Hides in Hand and um, I've trained all my staff to do what we do and uh, this year it's year 27. 27 years. What, what's the biggest difference uh between when you started 27 years ago, it was just you. What, what does your business look like now? Um, we have a staff of about um, 30. Oh. And um, uh, we have a shop, in, like I said, in Rockwood where everything is done in-house. Uh, 30, 27 years ago, uh, the company was, um, the company transitioned from a company that was um, uh transitioning to from industrial wear to what we were doing now. So uh, the company started with um, 27 years ago. I, I re revamped the company and started with a single moose hide mitten. Mm -hmm. um, and we made one mitt and that was it. And I remember going to my mom's um, uh, church um, craft sale after mass I went down to the basement and we were selling. I said, oh, I'm going to try to sell these mitts. There's a little craft fair, there's a little craft show. And I sold every pair. Wow. <laughs> so it was it was from that little tiny little uh, craft show with a couple of uh, bushel baskets of, of uh, leather mitts that uh, made me go, yeah, this is where I want to go. You know, it, 
Levi, it, it's uh, it's important. Every business has to pivot at some point. You're always looking for new products, maybe new markets. So there's always something where you're pivoting. But one of the things that that I know at BDC and we hear all the time is many entrepreneurs have difficulty accessing funding in order to, to make have the capital to to uh, to expand or find new markets, grow their business, whatever. There's there's lots of challenges. Tell us about your um, some of your experiences with helping businesses access that that funding um, to, uh, to to be able to grow their business. Yeah, it really comes in many shapes and forms. Really across the board, any kind of industry, whether you're a, a pizza restaurant or if you're making leather goods or if you're a, an auto body repair shop, you know, your cost of inputs is going up. Your labor is up. Your your raw materials, if you're purchasing metal or leather or milk for making cheese. You know, all of these things cost more now. And what we're seeing right now, especially in the prevailing climate, is for businesses to access funding for, for short-term projects to improve something, be able to be more profitable, be able to expand in some kind of innovative way, accessing those funds is hard, especially through traditional financing. So where the BDC gets involved is we, we're boots on the ground, we're meeting with the business owners. We're understanding what is it you're doing here? What is the end goal? And, and we have solutions that are more flexible sometimes than what's traditionally offered, and we can make those projects happen. Now, now one thing I just want to drill down just a little bit is, is BDC does, does financing that sometimes a traditional bank wouldn't do. We all have a traditional bank uh, for day-to-day, -day, but BDC does some financing um, that, as an example, um, buying a building or expanding on a, on a building that you might not be able to get from, um, from a traditional bank. So that's one thing I want you to chat about that because that's something that every small business should be aware of is that they're, they're you're complementary to a bank. So why don't you tell us just a little bit about that because that's that's important to accessing capital. Yeah, and, and that's the key word is complementary. Our mandate is not to replace a business's day-to-day -day bank. Our job is to work with them and look for projects that are outside of the scope of what the day-to-day -day bank wants to do or what's within their core competence and say, okay, Here's a, here's a special project, let's come in for that and make that happen. And that can be sometimes just uh, a large purchase of inventory for a major project. You know, that's sometimes difficult to get traditional financing for because there's no, there's no hard collateral and maybe it's, uh, it's a new project, it's something the business hasn't done before. So we'll work with a traditional banking institution to figure out what makes sense for us to get involved in and then we make those projects happen. So in your business, I mean, one of the things that BDC does, and, I, and I, this is I'm always often um, telling people, is they do consulting. So they have they help you with the business planning side of this because you, you're 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 trying you're struggling with, like everybody, rising costs, interest rates are going up, supply chain issues. Um, but BDC has has helped with some of your financing, I take it, but also with with helping you that advisory aspect of what they do. How, do, how has that helped with, as you try and manage the ups and downs and the challenges that you, that you face as an entrepreneur? Um, well, thanks Levi. <laughs> he has helped, uh, the BDC has helped us uh, very recently because it has been an ongoing struggle. Um, being a small business, um, traditional banks, um, they, they just look at the numbers and, and it's hard for them to understand um, passionately what we are as a business. Um, when Levi came in, he did, like you said, boots to the ground kind mm -hmm. of thing. You did come in and, and uh, you spend a good chunk of the day 
uh, with us and really meeting the staff, every one of us, and and going through every um, every production step, right from the very beginning of cutting the the leather hides, right down to uh, shipping and and packing them. So, I think it was great that um, uh, Levi was there to see how it happened, so that he could take all this information and and go to the different uh, avenues that ended up helping us um, overcome those struggles because it, it's hard to get funding. It really is. It's and that's one of the things, Levi. You 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 bring in the experts with from within BDC. So if it's like in your consulting arm, saying, "Hey, look, we're going to need some business planning," or you're planning to go to a new market, we should do some research. Yeah, or those sorts of things on the consulting side, but also figure out what the what the financing options would be available to expand markets, etc. Yeah, and really, we're we're community connectors, so that can be sources within BDC of, of expert advice. It can be outside sources. You know, we work with many kinds of professionals, accountants, lawyers, real mm -hmm. estate agents, and many others. So a good portion of the, the service that I provide to different business owners is just saying, hey, could I introduce you to someone in X or Y field that could help you? Yeah. And, and it's a fun part of the job, honestly, to connect different business owners, to connect different professionals and, and help them out. Sounds a lot like a chamber making connections. At Learners, your business is our priority. Regardless of your industry or the size of your business, you can rely on us for legal advice on everything from corporate governance to incorporation and trademark protection. To find out how Learners can help you, visit learners.ca or call 519-778-8585. That's 519-778-8585. Listen, um one of one of the, your your strong connections uh, it, through your business is to community, uh, and particularly to Indigenous peoples. How does the involvement of of these different stakeholders factor into the uh, how you choose to do things within your own business? Um, working with leather, um, it, it it has a long history, and one of the products that we make uh, are moccasins. Uh, we're not reinventing the wheel on on moccasins. We're definitely um, keeping that craft and um, keeping that craft going. So it's important to honor and respect uh, where the original teachings um, and culture came from making moccasins. So we uh, years ago, we started to work with uh, some artists that um, would would give us uh, their artwork, their designs, and we would, have that artwork and design work digitized into our embroidery machines and we would embroider uh, their patterns and their designs onto our moccasins and onto our bags, onto our mitts and stuff. And we would give back to each, uh, each artisan a generous royalty. And then we also donate, um, you know, $2 every pair of moccasins that we sell back to Truth and Reconciliation because it's important to give back to the community. We actually give back to Truth and Rec um, in Waterloo to the two-row understanding team to Family Children's Services right here in Waterloo. It was important to find somebody close. So it's important to make sure that, that um, you know, those stakeholders are recognized and, and are appreciated because their artwork is so beautiful. And again, we're not reinventing the wheel on moccasins. We are, we're still creating, we're still teaching, and we're still making them. Um, but never forgetting that, you know, moccasins, you know, are originally, you know, a North American uh, design. So it's, it's, it's important for us to get back to every one of those artists. And we have artists, um, we've got four different artists now. And my goal uh, with Hides in Hand is to have a different 
um, style of of indigenous art from coast to coast. So we've we're starting. We start at the west coast. We have Haida art, mm-hmm. and then we're we're, we're here in, in in Ontario. We've got um, a few different artists that we're working with here too. Um, you know, Mohawk, um, Anishwabe art. We have we have different artists mm-hmm. that that contribute um, to our beautiful brand. And again, we make sure that uh, we give back to them and to uh, Truth and Rec in the community. Um, and it's interesting bringing in that indigenous aspect, but also using local artisans and art artists. Um, I, I'm struck. You're you're making these by hand. Like this is this is a this is not production line. You don't have a big facility with hundreds of folks. How does how does that? Um, how do you balance the needs of growing your business when you have this hands-on production? I mean that that is labor intensive. Um, you know how have you how have you managed to um, keep that going? It's a tight labor market, finding finding the right people. That's a challenge for every business across sectors. Talk a little bit about that when it when it is so reliant on the people you have, because it is a you know more of a hands-on um, a business. Yeah, it's 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 exactly that. It's very reliant on the people that we have. It's a hundred percent reliant on on our staff. We have um, our staff are, are great. Like I, I love my team. Um, we are nothing without them. But it's important that when 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 I when I train and when we bring in uh, new staff. And we don't have a very big turnover. Our turnover is very small. Um, we have people that have been there for 10, 15, 17, 20, 25, mm-hmm. 30 years. Um, but it's important that they know what they're coming into. It's not just a job. It's not just, um, you know, to, to, uh, to pay the bills. Like, you have to be passionate about what, about what uh, we're doing at Hides in Hand. And we are hand-making and hand-crafting everything. Like, this here, uh, for example, I'll show you that one. That's... Um, that's our ballet slipper, and that is literally hand stitched all the way around. We do have some machine uh, stitching that that puts the, the toe and the heel together, but to put that together, it is hand stitched. So, our brand is handmade. Um, are we ever going to be a, a, a huge big box uh, brand? No. Um, are we we focus on on keeping our brand um, exact like this, just handmade, um, focusing on our on our on our team that make this and that um that they understand and and they all do like when they make when they make our our goods they're really proud of it mm-hmm. and that's how we are we ever going to be that big box no are we going to be a, a a solid true made in canada made by hand made by canadians um product absolutely so that's kind of what our return to our customers all about so the bdc i mean you you take the businesses as you find them and this this is the choice you that you know that you've made in your business how how do you make sure you're giving the right advice with the right people when what people are making because ultimately the way they run their business that's up to the business owner but you have to support you know the various needs whether it's consulting to be successful the financing i mean how do you incorporate that that aspect of what's the desire of the business and the business owner to what BDC can do. It's all about asking questions. It's sitting down with the business owner, maybe some of their key employees and getting an understanding of what is our current state? What's going on now? Where do we want to be a year from now, three years from now? And from that starting point, diving into every possible aspect of the business. It's really understanding what motivates people, what are the goals, how do things work. Uh, it's a huge learning curve for me because I get to learn about 
every single industry that I get to work with, which is which is many who work with most industry. Um, but it's also the fun part of, of my job is to get to go visit uh, a leather works or a foundry or a dairy or a, a manufacturing facility of some other kind and see how things work and understand. And then once I've got a good understanding of what goes on there, bring in BDC and say, hey, here's how we could help. Does this make sense? Let's explore something new that we've never thought about before in this location. Mm -hmm. Asking questions. Um, and I'm going to ask this question to you because this is this is always the thing. What comes next? So you know, I I like to ask this question. Where do you kind of see your business in in ten years? You've been in business a long time. You've had the, 27 years is a great run. Where do you see yourself in five to ten years? Like what's what what's the what's the next step for your business? Um, definitely, uh, I just recently this year got our own boutique. We have our own store. We had a small little storefront at our production spot in Rockwood. It was like 10 feet by 25 feet. It was like the size of a little trade, uh, trade show booth. But uh, I always wanted to get a store, a flagship store. And um, we found a beautiful um, location in Erin. Right. And uh, we're right on the main street. And since we've been there, it's really opened up my eyes um, to see, yeah, this is where I want to be. I want to do less wholesale and I want to do more of our own stores. So I really see us opening up more stores, um, you know, maybe Niagara on the Lake, maybe uh, Oakville, Burlington, um, you know, and then eventually like maybe out, out uh, like I love Banff, mm -hmm. uh, that area there too. Being in uh, the wholesale, doing wholesale for, for many years, the opportunity to travel and visit all these uh, great uh, carrier stuff across across Canada. So I want to be in that spot now. I, I think that's where I think that's our next. I think we've built our brand um, enough. We just reached ten thousand followers on social media. That's great. a big thing for us, and that's that's an organic, genuine, organic growth. So I think our brand and our followers um, really, really love us. And um, just being in the new store in Erin. The, the 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 traction there and the the, the positive um, movement that's happening there tells us this is where we need to be. Maybe following right, you work with businesses, so obviously you have new clients that come into BC. What part we we're trying to do is say when you're growing your business, like you are, there's there's supporters like your accountant, your lawyer, your traditional bank, but there's also BDC. You've worked with uh, BDC will work on an ongoing basis. It's not one and done. It's you usually start the relationship and say what's next. And, and so uh, you, you start help a business. And then there's that relationship of saying of, of what's next. How, you know, describe that relationship, because I think that's really important that BDC is in for the long term. It's not in for um, necessarily one deal. It's, it's in to, to help build the business. Yeah, we're we're relationship people. So. Sometimes I, I reach out to a company and they say, hey, we don't need anything right now. I say, no problem. I'd love to get coffee anyway, just to learn about what you do. And if you need me a year from now, two years from now, then great. We've got a relationship with mm -hmm. got a face to a name and we can go from there and build on that. And there are companies that have worked with the BDC for decades, sometimes mm -hmm. generationally, you know, the parents will hand the business down to their children and those children work with BDC. So BC's been around for over 75 years now. We're, we're here for the long haul. Relationships are what makes that. At BDC, we work with entrepreneurs to spark more growth with our advisory services and flexible financing.
That's what our guidance and support is all about. Empowering entrepreneurs to shine brighter, longer. We're on it. BDC, the bank of ambition. Okay, uh, a few more questions before we we wrap up. And and I ask this of everyone that comes on the podcast, because I think it's instructive of everyone's uh, answers a little bit different. And, and it is unique because every business is unique and every every idea is unique. I'm going to ask them to you both. So, the, and this is like our lightning round. So we'll we'll uh, we'll try and uh, keep it short. Um, start with you. What would you tell your? And this can be anything, whether as you're growing up or as a business owner. What would you tell your younger self as you look back on on uh, uh, on the on the last number of years? Okay, lightning round. I don't do lightning round. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say um, just be brave in what you what your gut is telling you if you have um a gut feeling or a passion about something um go down that path and learn as much as you can about it um if you if you passionately feel good about something um go down that path and 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 take it and don't be afraid um because as young you know as youngins everybody's looking for validity everybody's looking for um yeah, thumbs up. And sometimes it's not a thumbs up. Sometimes that idea sucked and it wasn't good. Yeah. Um, you know, hard. rejection is redirection. So just 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 take it and learn from um, any of the mistakes that you've made as a younger uh, as, as as a younger person and just pick up and carry on. If you have that passion, stumble, fall, you know, get the bruises, get, get up and just keep going. Mm-hmm. Don't let that or anyone uh, stop you. Anyway. I think if I could talk to my younger self, it would be that uh, people is everything. You know, book learning, that can come later. You can pick things up as you go. But the connections you have in your community, the mentors you find in, in the industry who will take the time out of their day to teach you things, that is what makes success. That's what makes work fun is people. I'm still waiting for someone to say, go to more chamber events and do more networking so you can meet that people. Too. But that, that, there you go. Um, so, so follow it's it's sort of connected what's been your greatest lesson i mean and and maybe maybe put this word as we as we think about small business week and and entrepreneurs what's been your greatest lesson in business um teamwork is yeah 100% teamwork i am nothing without my team um and there's different different pockets of teamwork um obviously my you know my staff my team is one thing uh, my new little village in Erin, the Chamber of Commerce, is another team. Mm-hmm. Uh, working with Levi and BDC is another team. So you have all these teams, and you learn from that. So my lesson is to like you can't do it all on your own. Like reach out and 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 you know and and use and have these teams help you. It would be a similar sort of tack. Um, re- reach out for help. There's a lot. We don't know what we don't know. There's a lot of resources out there in the business world to help people that they're not aware about um, so ask other business owners ask other professionals uh, that's the fastest way to get unstuck on a challenge well it's great okay last one and and this is this is open-ended uh what or who inspires you younger me uh definitely um my family like i was raised by my mom and my grandmother mm-hmm. so uh raised in a, in a, in a polish uh, uh family lots of domestic so I learned how to um, so I really look up to and inspired um, by my mom and my grandma and my sisters they all have very strong different Ooh. careers so they've uh, learned a lot from them too and um, my high school art teacher 
She was, um, she was, uh, she's just a beautiful, she, she's actually one of my closest, dearest friends now. Uh, when I saw her teaching art, I was like, it's just the way she put herself together, the way she presented it, the way she showed art and taught art. I was like, oh my God, I, I, I love this. I've always had that artsy fartsy in me anyway. But uh, when I learned from, from her and I became friends with her, um, and I always thank her. And she said, Teresa, you always had, you know, the creative side of you. I just might have helped pull it out of you, yeah. but you always had it. So those strong women in my life have, uh, have is who I look up to and who inspires me. I think for me, uh, would be my late grandfather, Jerry Van Herc. He was, uh, he came over from Holland. He had nothing back when he came in the fifties. I was an entrepreneur most of his life all the way into his seventies. And, uh, really driven, successful person, but also a generous person. Mm -hmm. uh, we would give people the shirt off his back, a huge heart for his community. And uh, I miss him a lot. He taught me a lot about business and also how to work with people and how to be a person, not just a business person. And uh, miss him a lot, but he taught me everything. You know, it's interesting. I ask that question, who or what inspires you? It always ends up being people. Someone, it's always someone that inspires people. So listen, thank you so much to both of you for coming and joining us today. That does bring us to the end of today's episode. So thank you once again to our title sponsor of the series, Manulife, our platinum sponsor of the series, the Immigration Partnership of Waterloo Region, and our small business Business Week uh, feature sponsor, BDC. And finally, to all of you for joining us today, as a reminder, the Greater KW Chamber releases a new episode of our Behind the Business podcast every week. Please share this series with your friends and colleagues, and thanks for listening.